1: You're listening to Slow Robot Agogo, show number 52. And this might be the angriest show because I just spent like <laughs> 10 minutes trying to isolate a bad microphone cable, even though we didn't do anything to the microphones or the computer or the audio stuff. That's just the nature of the beast. So if you want to get into our podcasting, <laughs> you better gear up for a lot of torturous bullshit, because audio is horrible, computers are horrible, and when you do audio through a computer, it's doubly horrible. You know what else is horrible? Some of the movies we watch, too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's try and turn that frown upside down. Oh, yeah. This is Slow Robot a show number 52. And on a happier note, my name is Mao. Please check us out on uh, iTunes at Slow Robot a uh, or you can go to our website, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, join our Facebook group, uh, which is just like, you know, search slowrobotagogo on Facebook. Or now you can join us on Twitter at slowrobotagogo. Agogo, I think is the name of it. I don't even know. I'll get back to you on this. I'm not too sure on the Twitter thing. But our biggest and baddest news is, of course, that now we are a part of the Slice Radio family. So, there will be links on our webpage, and uh, um, make sure that you go check them out. They are the most happening place on the internet, and even more happening now that we're there. SliceRadio.com.au is where it's at, because local radio sucks. Anyway, who is with me, as always? Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown.
2: So, Dr. Morbius, what else do you got online? Well, I have the... Two-Dimension Podcast, comic book podcast with no direction, where we where we review, well, that's tough to say sometimes, <laughs> comics and comic book movies and anything, uh, any genre involved and uh, all that good stuff. Nice.
1: Okay. So, on to bigger and better and brighter things. Um, <clears throat> if you're just finding us for the first time via Slice, uh, welcome. We are basically two movie fans who enjoy the... Older B movies from years gone past, often forgotten by others.
2: Often forgotten, but once you watch them, you'll, you'll some some you'll wish you'd never. <laughs> they take part <laughs> of your soul,
1: or they give you part of their soul. It's yeah. a it's a give take.
2: It's uh, a give. Yeah,
1: yeah, mostly take. Yeah, uh, it's mostly take. Yeah. <laughs> taking part of your soul.
2: Yeah, you'll never have. It's time you'll never have back again in your life. But you know that's just the way it is. It's
1: the way it is. You got to roll them bones. So, Dr. Morbius, what have you watched this week? What have I watched this week? Well,
2: let me look in my...
1: The older my, you get, you actually have to take notes on things that you've witnessed, because you know, you just... <laughs> yeah. The...
2: Let me look at my composition book here. <laughs> <laughs> seventh
1: grade composition. That's what right, I watched this week. Yeah.
2: What did I watch this week? Boy, it's pretty sad when you only really watch two movies besides, you know, the movie we're doing, and you can't remember them, but damn it, <laughs> I remember them now. Okay. One of them is a movie that I watched actually last night, and I'm thinking, well, this is going to be like a horrid piece of crap, so it might be good for a few laughs. And it was kind of a cheapo, kind of horrible thing, but for some stupid reason, it had a couple scenes that were kind of like weirdly, weirdly effective in a way. It's called *Scream Bloody Murder*. It's <laughs> the premise is really like out there. Well, whatever. It's about some. The beginning, you see some kid. He's out in the field, and there's a guy working on uh, on one of these uh, oh, one combines. Of the, yeah, yeah, he's working on a combine. He's trying to like fix it up or whatever, and he's like working at the engine, so on so on. So the little kid walks up, gets in it, starts it up, runs, runs
1: over, dude. Yep, okay, thresher material. He's he's threshed.
2: So 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 Junior freaks out, jumps out of the thing, and somehow or another, the thing turns around and. Cuts Junior's hand off. You know that's nice. a bit, it's the beginning of the movie. Yeah? You're like,
1: welcome to this movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. welcome to cheerfulness.
1: <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> probably they had so much pent up hostility because they were using microphones and a computer. Yeah, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, moving yeah, on. yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Morbius from parts unknown is like, "Let it go, man. They're but, working now." I think back then they were probably pissed off at their ham radio or something. <laughs> I don't know. This hammer doesn't work. <laughs> Wait, hammers always work. That's why I like them more than computers and microphones.
2: <clears throat> anyway, so the kid. The next scene is the kid gets out of some uh, kind of a home, and of course he's got like a, uh, a hook hand or whatever. Nice. And 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 he gets out. He goes back home to mom. Sees mom with uh, a new boyfriend, and of course, anger and hatred and killing ensue after that. But, but the scenes that 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 were kind of effective because I wasn't expecting was there's one scene right after that where he leaves town and these two people pick him up, and like he has you know he's, he's nuts so he has flashbacks, but he has flashbacks of his mom and and the guy he and her boyfriend that he killed, but they're kind of like in this weird kind of wavy psychedelic. And they're uh-huh. all bloody and stuff. And it was kind of freaky when I saw it. It reminded me a little of Carnival of Souls. Not that it's anything like it. I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. I wasn't expecting this in this piece of crap movie. So, as, as you know, the body count's pretty good in it. It's from 71. It's not that gory. Does it
1: turn out that, that her, his his real dad was actually the Combine?
2: Like, uh, that would have been cool. Like, uh, if yeah. mom
1: and was really married to the Combine and then that guy was actually cheating
2: on I'm not going to tell. You have to watch it. it's, it's on, You know what it is? It's on one of those... Um, 50 Chilling Classics Yeah, thing. I know. But actually, I saw it on... Netflix has these channels when you have the Roku box, you know, the box where you have right, right. Netflix streaming. And it was on some move on a channel called Popcorn Flicks. We're like, we have it, might as well just put them on. Yeah. And then you know, it was on. I go, okay, what the hell? I mean, cool. yeah, I started watching Bruce Lee fights back from the grave, but it was just so <laughs> crappy quality that I couldn't do it, so I watched this.
1: Well, awesome. Let me ask you a question about this because you're saying Netflix and Bruce Lee in the same sentence is almost like cosmic intervention.
2: Right.
1: Or or you well, it's not
2: on Netflix, it's on the it's on the they call it the, the Roku uh, box. Yeah. The, but it's it's the, called the something channel where you, you where you uh, the the something store where you you click on it and you get all these other free channels right. or paid channels that you can go right. on. Right. Well, anyway, the, that but my what I was trying to get at was
1: the Okay, you know that they I talked about how they came up with that Bruce Lee box set. Yeah. You know, in Blu-ray and it's and it's all awesome and blah blah blah. And I I I was really kind of, like, laboring over buying this thing. Like, I talked about every week now since I saw it. And, I, like, they're all on Netflix.
2: All of these movies are on Netflix?
1: Um, if not, the the ones that aren't are, like, who cares? Netflix like, streaming? Yeah. But the quality on the blue is going to be a million times better. Oh, but streaming. $130 better?
2: Yeah, probably, but, you know, it depends on whether you have $130. Oh,
1: man, I don't have $130. Netflix. <laughs> I'm like... I,
2: I'd wait a little longer. Maybe next. They'll year probably
1: drop down to like less, like yeah, right like half.
2: Yeah, sure. I
1: mean, if it was probably fifty or sixty <laughs> bucks, of course.
2: But yeah, that's yeah, like no, so no much doubt. more, and
1: I'm like, dude, they're right there. they th- the quality of the original prints is probably not that great. No. You know, I'm like, ah, whatever. Okay, so anyway, yeah, that that's still the struggle continues. Well, but, you know, like, I know the
2: like, like 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 you always say, it's only money. You know. <laughs> yeah, easy come, easy, <laughs> go. <laughs> easy go. Another yeah, bag sure, of You know, you watch a movie, an hour and a half from your life, you'll never have back a hundred bucks. What the hell, Yeah. know. <laughs> anyway, um, the next movie I watched was What?, which is a Mario Bava movie made in 63. Pretty interesting movie, mo- mostly a melodrama, but it's about a, a disgraced nobleman who comes back home to his castle, and uh, he, gets, he promptly gets killed. And his ghost comes back and he's and there's a lot of S and M and stuff like that, which is pretty shocking for uh, nineteen sixty three because I guess him and his girlfriend he likes to whip her and she kinda likes it or whatever, wow. you know. So it's it's interesting stuff. But Bava movies are always great, real great cinematography, cool so, ending and Sometimes
1: oh when like uh, when I read about these fetishes or I see, see yeah. something, I'm like, How would you even stumble upon liking that? You know what I mean? Like, oh like uh. I I like to, you know, Choke my girlfriend with a belt while while hamsters do tap dancing on my head with with hammers, and you're like, how would you know that that's a fetish? How would you even know you like that? Like,
2: oh, I never tried that
1: before. Yeah, there's three things I'll never know. You know, oh, okay. like it's just. But you, I'm watching these. I <laughs> like these elaborate like porn things, and you're like, how? What? How? <laughs> how? how Who conceived it? That's awesome, and you, they would derive pleasure from it. See, you know? see,
2: some people have too much free time on their
1: hands. Apparently. <laughs> No wonder they need a job. No wonder there's damn <laughs> unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> Those people should be go get a job. You won't have these weird you urges have these weird to things. like That's That's you're exactly being wanted- into a fryer
2: while somebody's hitting you with a belt or whatever. You're like, okay, really? <laughs> That's true. Now that now that we have all this unemployment, we're all on the dole or most of us anyway. Huh. We're gonna have free time to create all these new like fetishes. So hey, look forward to more. I think the religions
1: should start making like auto factories and stuff like. Religion yeah, to something. keep us from like our lustful ways should make more jobs.
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we do. We do need to work harder and longer hours just so we stop <laughs> playing with ourselves. I don't okay. Know. And on that note, what else did you watch this week? <laughs> uh,
1: that, that was it, man. I'm not gonna go any You're further.
2: Like, what's the point? It's over. Yeah, right. we have said enough.
1: Okay. Well. Uh, so what did you watch? Uh, this yeah, What week? did I watch this week? I watched the Message from Space,
2: which oh, good was movie. That, yeah.
1: yeah, very cool movie with a. Flying walnuts find the. Yeah.
0: It, it's basically
1: yeah. like a Star Wars ripoff from Japan. Kind of wacky, but really fun. Yeah, you know? yeah I like, like that movie. It's a fun movie, and the, and the glowing walnuts are very odd, and the acting is so over the top. You know, it's it's really. Th-
2: that's the best.
1: Yeah. the The only thing I did, the guys, um, hand hands. There was a guy named Hans, not Hans Solo, just yes. Hans. I'm surprised they didn't say Hans by himself or something weird. Maybe they should have said Hans, maybe or yeah, something. Hans. But um, and he had this uh, sidekick robot. That was robots like are really hit and miss with the comedy, oh, usually yeah. miss. And this one is the top of the charts with. Oh, my God, somebody unplug that. Was, it
2: was, was there another guy in it called Lou Bacchus or something <laughs> <like> that? <laughs> that? would have been so great.
1: A really hairy, like, <laughs> Japanese hairy dude. guy, yeah. Lou Bacchus, get over here. <laughs> and he's shooting arrows. You yeah, know. that'd be no. awesome,
2: yeah. Why not? No similarity whatsoever. <laughs> no,
1: no. And the second thing I watched was uh, Suicidal Tendencies live at the Olympic.
2: SST. Yeah.
1: I actually saw them play three, I, I've, I see them three times. I've yeah. seen them in concert. So it was really great to see them. Uh, was,
2: was it by any chance? Was there a fight when uh, these concerts were going on? <laughs> yes. Uh, I just. Funny. Every time
1: there was a uh, fight yeah. when those guys were going on. What a shock! <laughs> yeah, Suicide of Tendencies is actually one of my favorite bands. Like, um, they don't make like my top five list, or you know, but I like them a lot. Like, I like their music. They're really weird and aggressive and goofy, goofy. Good and, stuff. And the last thing I watched was the second Underworld. Um, I don't mind Underworld, uh, the series. Like, I can watch them. They're kind of bad, but watchable. You know what I mean? Right, right. They are, they are the pinnacle of just wacky... They, like, they don't follow any actual, like, you know, like lore. Like, you can say, like, oh, vampires can only go out at night, and, and werewolves can... Oh, you mean like in
2: them. the real world, you know, and
1: vampires yeah. can... Yeah,
2: like- <laughs> well... There's some accepted lore,
1: you know, and Underworld's like, nah, we just make it up. They they just make up whatever they want
2: whenever they want and it's just, it's well, well like, ever since those great twilight movies, you know, everything like, goes, screw it, know. who
1: cares. Yeah, now, you know, glittering
2: it's, vampires,
1: it's awesome. <laughs> Not,
2: yeah. Oh god.
1: Anyway, so, so yeah, those are the three that I watched and then of course our wonderful movie this week
2: I mean I watched I watched a documentary on the football player Barry Sanders but that's not really movie related I have that queued uh, I have it's that good. In
1: my, I have that in my queue It's I, good There's a there's a series on in America called uh, a Football Life Yeah uh-huh. and um I have that set to to, to DVR because uh I like them and if it's something I don't care about then I just delete it Yeah, right, right. But like right. I watched the one about uh Jimmy Johnson I watched the one about that 49ers dude that who was in with the mob
2: uh Oh yeah the owner DeBartolo Yeah yeah
1: DeBartolo which not him with a mob, but whatever. He made a mistake, and and he was. Uh, that was a good one. You know, I've I've liked most every one of them. You yeah. know, there was one or two that I said I don't care, delete. But uh, yeah, I saw Barry Sanders. I was like, yeah, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, one. Yeah,
2: ESPN's got that thirty for thirty, which is a lot of documentaries too. They, they
1: have some pretty rough
2: stuff on there. Not rough, oh, yeah. stuff, But I mean, very intriguing. Well, um,
1: I watched the stories. I watched, stories, the, one, I watched
2: the one. It was basically about. The Baltimore Colts marching band, but it was really about the Baltimore oh. Colts leaving town. That was a pretty rough one to watch since I'm a Colts fan. you know, yeah. It, was, it yeah. was basically, it was based around the Colts band that basically, after the team left, they never stopped. They were still the Baltimore Colts marching band all throughout the years and until the Ravens came in. They finally changed their colors, so they held wow. on to their, like team you know yeah. thing you yeah, know. like they can leave but we're staying exactly what happened That's yeah it's very interesting and they're all on Netflix also. what was that one I
1: watched like the Oakland like Thug Life oh god uh, 30 for 30 where it was like Ice Cube was all like, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, Oakland, and yeah. it was like they were doing like a parallel between N.W.A. and Gangster Thug Life and Oakland Raiders. And I'm like, well, <laughs> just, just
2: watch the University of Miami one for Thug Life. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. Yeah, that why not? <laughs>
1: all right, enough of this full football bullshit. Our new listeners down under would don't give a crap. But they about have Americans. Australian
2: rules football, so probably better. Probably. I don't know. I Except haven't seen Except the Colts aren't there, so well, whatever.
1: Who knows? You never know. All right, you never know.
2: So we'll yes. At that.
1: Okay, and just a quick note before we go into our, uh, we're going to do a trailer. Then we're going to come back with our top ten list. If you are listening from Slice Radio, I would ask that you please uh, join us on Facebook uh, at Slow Robot Go Go as a as a user group, or give us an email at z e n b o n e. At hotmail.com. Let us know that you're listening. Let us know what you think. It's very important. Um, all of our uh, listeners uh, usually stream um, from our website or they get it via iTunes. So uh, there's no real way for us to gauge how many people from Slice Radio are listening. So if you don't mind, please give us a shout, drop us a line, let us know what you think, let us know what top ten we should do, or heck... Suggest a movie, and we would be more than happy. They can tweet us too, right? Ah, uh, yeah, but I don't. I don't remember the tweet. Well, we'll have it for at the end. Yeah. Uh, we could. Um. So yes. Hey, there's the ice cream man. Yeah, the ice Hold cream. Oh, we gotta stop the, the ice cream, I get the ice cream I Okay, get we'll ice be right cream. back. We're gonna go get some uh, fudgesicles. Now here's something we hope you'll really like.
0: born on the day of the great fire cloud over the desert. All he wanted was a place in the new age. But they still believed the only good Indian is a dead Indian. Think the old chief's any good? He's an Indian, ain't he, Ned? Yes, sir. He's alive, ain't he? Yes, sir. And he's no good. God damn it, I said that's enough! It was now. Redskins no longer bit the dust. They just ate dirt. You hassle every Indian on this road? Nope. They pushed and shoved, squeezed and leaned, and leaned harder. Until they bought themselves an all-American, one-man Indian massacre. <coughs> oh. Johnny! Johnny, come back! I didn't do Johnny! Then they knew what the word savage really meant. He made some points for himself in their army, Army, but but not enough to live next door. You're not in the army anymore. Now you're just another Indian. Or marry the mother of his child. Let's get married, Johnny. You can't. Johnny Firecloud, a hate story. I need Firecloud. You're going to get him. You're going to get him, or you're going to kill him, or he's going to kill you. It don't make a damn bit of difference to you either way. Starring Victor Mojica, Ralph Meeker, David Canary, Frank DeCoba, Christina Hart, Sasheen Littlefeather, Johnny Firecloud, filmed in Panavision, rated R, from EVI.
2: All right. Thank you very much, Johnny Firecloud. Um, I, I used to have a Johnny Firecloud toy. Wasn't that one of those little cowboy guys or whatever from the 60s? I don't know. I have no concept. Right. Okay, on our break, we um, after we got back from the ice
1: cream truck, we did find out that it is uh, the Twitter is at uh, SlowRobotagogo. So just exactly the same as we said. All so right. tweet us. Yeah, so give us a tweet or, ha- a tweet. or follow us, and we'll follow you back. And that way you can hear all my zany one-liners yeah. of 140 characters or less or whatever it is, Be- you know.
2: Be- become twits like <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah.
1: God, I have no concept of tweeting. Like, I know about it, but I didn't, like, I didn't sign up. And then um, I was working with uh, uh, Dan, or Mr. P. D- D- I'll just call him Dan from yeah. uh, from Slice Radio. And I he's know like, Dan. Yeah, what's that? Dynamo Dan. Dynamo I Dan, yes. Yeah. So, so I was talking with Dynamo Dan, and he said, oh, just uh, send a tweet to this other guy about doing some artwork. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> I was like, guess I'm going to learn this one. And then I signed up, and then immediately, you know. Welcome to modern technology. Yay. 140 words of characters about what I think. Yeah,
2: that's about all I know.
1: Yeah, I guess that's pretty much all I have anyway. So this week, we our top ten list we decided to go with Top 10 Worst Sidekick List. Now, do you need your original scent? No, I've actually actually changed, added. You've changed it? Okay. Do you want to go first?
2: I'll I'll go first. Okay, cool. So, uh,
1: this week, Top 10 Worst Sidekick List. If we miss any, or if you have your own list, again, email it to us, or sign up for Facebook and let us know. Post it on the wall, and we'll be happy to read it on air.
2: Now, I went through all types of media for sidekicks. It wasn't just movies. I went oh, comic nice. books, TV, um, you name it. Did you go to like Cars? Cause like the Suzuki
1: Sidekick that sucked pretty uh, bad. Yeah. That was an actual thing. You're right. right? Yeah. And that car did suck. No, I didn't go there. No.
2: <laughs> you could have. I could have. <laughs> but thank God you didn't. All right. Here's one guy that I forgot to put the first time in. He might be the worst. Joe Besser. You remember Joe Besser? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Stooge. Oh, the Stooge. Stop I will it. You. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yuck. he actually he 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 replaced Shemp who had who died of a heart attack, and it was in his contract that he couldn't get hit that much. So, in because Mo had to hit somebody, Larry got twice as many slaps in How the face. How do
1: you sign up for the Stooges and have a clause that says you can't hit me? But that well, was
2: their shtick. Well, he he wasn't he didn't sign. He was he was. He was pushed to the Stooges. They didn't know who to get. They were thinking about getting somebody else, and somebody said, just use Joe Besser. He's a good comedian or whatever. So he was kind of like given to them and when he's kind of got the gig, he was like, "Well, here's the deal. I don't want to do this and that and the other thing." So do you think like, after he read that, Mo turned around to his agent and said, "Why, oops!" He yeah, like Started beating up his agent. Yeah, apparently, like Larry's one of Larry's sides of his face was a little more leathery than the other one because <laughs> the extra hits. I don't know, but uh, Joe Besser. <laughs> Joe Besser, good. Yeah, he's yeah, terrible. He was. He was in. He was that man-kid in Abner Costello Stinky oh, God, the man-child uh, yeah, or whatever yeah, I hated that guy. pretty scary pretty disturbing anyway yeah. kind of like a baby Huey come to life okay um, Jimmy Olsen the the silly sidekick to Clark Kent uh, yeah. you know pretty much just I don't know just there yeah he is just there I mean in the comic books it was kind of cool because he uh, every once in a while they'd turn him into a werewolf or do something stupid because they didn't know what else to do with him so yeah, you know yeah right I was like, okay, uh, oh, here's one we all know and love, and he's probably on your list. Jar Jar Binks from the new Star Wars or whatever. Oh, really, God. truly obnoxious. And offensive on every level. Can't stand him. Yeah.
1: But anyway. Literally
2: offensive on every level. Yeah. It just, it's
1: just the <laughs> worst.
2: I'm going to go into my robot. Uh, nice. My robot. <laughs> you have a robot subsection that we have to dive here. Through, drive through. There you go. Okay. okay uh, well, when they did a Fantastic Four cartoon in the 80s, for for one reason or another, they couldn't use the Human Torch because he's one of the members of the FF because he was licensed for another movie. So they had to come up with something. That they came up with this Herbie the Robot. It's like really Herbie the Robot. What was yeah. he from? He, no, they just invented him. He was Herbie the Robot. It was like really you really need this crap, but yeah, he was just in the cartoon. Then they actually put him in the comic books, but he didn't last long. He was just I don't know he weird. Was just, yeah, the human they were going to do they were supposed to do a human torch movie, solo movie and then somebody decided backed out. And now the apocryphal story is always always is that they didn't use a human torch cuz they were afraid kids were going to light themselves on fire. Makes sense. But that didn't but that's apocryphal. Yeah. So, not true. What is uh, that what does that word mean? It means not true. <laughs> <laughs> I never even heard of that word. I don't apocryphal even. it means it's like an old story that's not true like remember you know yeah well the, uh, like the one where like they, when they got back from like Vietnam the they spit on me. Like the Rod Stewart one. But that he's a, not a not an android. No, that no, no. This is a this is a nasty story. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving on. What Rod, happened was <laughs> that they blame. They said Rod Stewart did this weird sex act, and years later it turned. They said, oh yeah, it was George Michael, and it was like as the years go by, they just took a new. Yeah. Okay. Now it's n- Justin Bieber. Like, now it's no, whatever. It's yeah, Bieber, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. You
1: know, yeah. Uh, You're animal. talking about animal animal cruelty. No,
2: <laughs> yeah. And the other one is the the one about like. Uh, you know, that Pop Rocks and 7-Up and, uh, uh, is going to blow up your stomach. Right. Fake story throughout all the years. You huh. know, not true. And but knowledge is power. Because I, I never learned. I didn't know that word existed. Yeah. So now you know. Apocryphal. Yes. That doesn't mean the apocalypse or anything like that, but it could. Yeah. Anyway. Uh <laughs> Tweaky the Robot from Buck Rogers. Yeah. And, uh, he, oh,
1: Erin Gray. Little, oh, oh
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, she was great, but the little Gosh. robot, it was like a little golden robot, he had like a penis-shaped head. It was just like, nah, it's all right, I'll pass on that. Uh, Tattoo from Fantasy mm. Island, the little, yeah. the little man. Name. Herve Villaches. Herve,
1: Herve. Villaches. Villaches, yeah.
2: Yeah, kind of an angry guy. <laughs> I heard that. Kind of, you know, kind of snarky. He was in a Bond movie too The Man with the Golden Gun Not mm. not too good uh, Another one that I never liked Was Dr. Smith from Lost in Space Oh yeah He was such oh, a Oh the pain dear boy Such a minting weird little yeah, guy That's <sighs> the word. Yeah. yeah apparently He 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 was the one who turned the show Into like this That you know Colorful goofy thing Cause he's Apparently he became real popular And Irwin Allen the producer said Oh what do, you, what do you think And he Put a lot of input on that show So you can thank him for that Wow Uh, okay let's see okay baby Godzilla really Mm. Godzilla's revenge no no thanks um the the sidekicks on happy days Ralph Mouth Potsy you know kind of like slow dudes kind of you know worthless kind of like shiftless now what about the
1: two from Laverne and Shirley Lenny and Squiggy Lenny and
2: Squiggy I kind of liked a little better yeah they were better they, 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 yeah, they, they added a lot more though. They were kind of like a little slower than Potsy and. Uh yeah, Ment- yeah. Mentally, yes, yeah, but, mentally, but, but yeah. I think they
1: added a lot more to the show.
2: Yeah, and then the one guy, Michael McKean, became uh, one of the guys from Spinal Tap. So <laughs> he went on to yeah, he did. Yeah, he mm. went on to bigger and better things. This one goes to eleven. The Sweat Hogs. Oh God! From Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, John my. Travolta, Horshack, Barbarino, Washington, Vinnie Barbarino. Yeah, yeah, they, they not, were not so much. I wonder so if anyone much.
1: even remembers that show. I don't think they do. Oh,
2: huh? uh, you know, probably not. But unfortunately, like a lot of the movies that I watch, it's totally imbe- it's totally embedded in my brain. Look, I, 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 my
1: mom liked that show. I think we watched that when I was a kid.
2: Oh, uh, I'm sure you did. The sweat. What was the name? The of sweat it? Welcome, Welcome back, back Cotter. Cotter. Welcome
1: back, Cotter. That's right. With
2: uh, Gabe Kaplan. I have a,
1: I have a vinyl record of, of old TV theme songs, yeah. and that's one of them.
2: Gabe Kaplan. Because that was such a
1: big song. Welcome
2: back, welcome back. Like, oh, yeah, the John like, Sebastian. Your, your, yeah, yeah. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back. <laughs> Word. Gabe Kaplan, of course, made a better career move after that show. He became a professional gambler, and I guess he made more money doing it, so. is that true? Yeah. He became a pre- professional poker player. I huh. mean, he had a little bit of a career after that, but he just said, to hell with this, I'm just going to go to Vegas. He's made millions off playing poker for like 30 years or whatever. So Wow. He shows up every once in a while on one of those late night like, uh, you know, poker in the... (laughs) poker at night. They call it like poker in the dark or whatever. I don't know what they call it. It's got some double entendre. (laughs) You think? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, he's on one of those shows or whatever. Anyway, here's my my honorable mentions are Chris Tucker of Knox's in the Rush Hour movies. Yeah. C-3PO, yeah, another Star Wars. Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite, don't like him. Garth from Waynesville, don't like him either. And... F'n Screech from Saved by the Bell. Another oh, another wow. annoying dude. So that's my sidekicks. Wow, that's your top... Your next. Your top sidekicks that you my, hate. My top worst.
1: Yeah, that was, that was a good list.
2: Uh, uh, thank you very much.
1: Okay, I went from 10 to 1, 10 being the least annoying. Because I
2: can't count, 1 so. being
1: the most annoying, and you can't, and that's what we love about you. Okay, Mal's worst sidekick list. Number 10... Rob Schneider yeah. playing Fergie in Judge D- in Judge Dread. Now that was the '90s version of Judge Dread yeah. with the Stallone. Yeah. The whole movie was pretty. I am the law. Yeah, the whole movie was pretty terrible. But Rob Schneider he added a lot to make that. Yeah, some more terror. Just the worst. Okay, one of my favorite movies, number nine, uh, Edward Furlong playing John Connor uh, in Terminator Two. Now, oh, yeah. I love Terminator. I love the whole series. Um, it can do no wrong in my eyes. Dermot 2, he was just kind of really annoying and whiny, you know? Ugh. Oh, my God. You know who didn't make my list and should? Who? That goddamn kid from the the current the newest, um, The Day the Earth Stood Still.
2: I never saw it.
1: I love The Day the Earth Stood Still.
2: The kid in that one? Hey, I got one. Oh, my God. I'd like to beat I, him with a hammer. I, I hate I, him so much. I got one that okay. didn't make my list and probably not yours, and he's really annoying right now in the moment. Is the kid me? from Two and a Half Men. Oh, yeah, (laughs) Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Because because
1: his show is filth. No,
2: he just started saying, oh, don't watch my show. Yeah,
1: praise Jeebus. Yeah, that too. All right, number eight. Chris Tucker playing Rudy Rod in The Fifth Element. Now, The Fifth Element is another one of my favorites, but Chris Tucker plays like this... Like, I want to say like personality, a radio personality, or a TV personality. He is just... He's like a low-budget Eddie Murphy. Like kind of. And he's like, hey, Corbin. He's, he's yeah. just like, makes you want to like, pull your ears off. Okay, number seven, Kazoo from the Jetsons. Oh, to- yeah. Towards the end of the Jetsons, they were just throwing as much, as, uh, as much uh, crap on the wall to see what would stick, and Kazoo came out. And, God, terrible. Uh, I guess we've entered my cartoon section of this. Because number six is Gleek. That was the little oh, monkey yeah. thing from the Super Friends.
2: Oh yeah, that's a now, good one. I didn't even I, think
1: about that one. I liked the Super Friends when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, it was a terrible show, but so what. And Gleek was just like this little monkey that kind of ran ran around and caused cool. shenanigans. Oh yeah. I'd also I could also parlay that into the monkey from uh, uh, Fast Japanese Car.
2: Speed Racer. Speed Racer. That
1: remember that monkey in yeah, Speed Racer? Yeah, yeah. Chim too. chim. Chim chim. Yeah. Although I like Speed Racer as a whole, so whatever. Okay. Next one. Kate Capshaw playing Willie Scott uh, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Wow.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like the way she looks, but... Um, Oof, yeah.
1: But everything else is bad. Yeah. In a very rare, two-time, two-time, two-time on the list, Chris Tucker playing Detective James Carter in Rush Hour. Uh, yeah, that's the one. So Chris Tucker has made the list at number eight and jumped again to number four. Awesome. Huh. <laughs> Oh, all hail that's, that's Chris talent, Tucker! Or lack of talent. <laughs> that is talent. Oh my God! Number three, Joe Pesci playing the ever annoying Leo Getz in *Lethal Weapon*. Yeah. You know, you go through the drive-thru; they take fuck you at the drive-thru. You know and whatever Leo wants, Leo yeah, Getz. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I don't think so. And I actually like Joe Pesci, but good God. Yeah, he's
2: good when he's killing people and angry. Well, yeah,
1: exactly. So aren't we all? Number two, yeah. Snarf from the Thundercats.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, you went heavily into cartoons. <laughs> no
1: kidding, man. I, and there's so much worse ones. I actually struggled with this list a little bit. And my number one we all know where this is headed. You can guess which my number one there's is. Is it Jar Jar? Jar Jar. It, yeah. I I think he's number one on everyone's list. Yeah. yeah. As the most miscalculated, horrible creature to ever ev- to ever bring down an entire uh film. a, f- a, a, a franchise. Franchise. Jar Jar, the career... Single-handedly the <laughs> made Lucas just sell out the entire empire to <laughs> Disney. Like, Single-handedly. Like, screw handedly. it, $4 billion, it's yours, I'm done. I'm going to give it to charity, flush down the toilet.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give it to charity and, you know, have a good time. And Those are
1: all real things. And again, now we, we've we missed a lot because there are a lot of bad sidekicks out there. Why don't you go ahead and uh, make a list of your own or just email us with the few that we've missed uh, that you think deserved to be mentioned, and we will read it on air. Uh, so just go ahead and email us at z e n b o n e at hotmail dot com or join our Facebook group and uh, let us know what you think. Now we're going to take another quick break and then we are going to take you on a ver- on a voyage.
2: On a voyage. It's some might interface. say
1: some might say it's a pretty fantastic voyage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And it's got r- two really great things about it. <laughs> at least two. I can think of two right now.
2: Yeah, the two things on. Well, Raquel's anyway.
1: Yes, and here's the Bull Buster.
2: Frickle!
0: man is one tough dude he's six foot six 270 pounds of dynamite with a very short fuse the man is paul smith and he is the bull buster dozens of outstanding karate champions are all out to get the bull buster in the most sensational bone busting adventure of our time monster is on the loose and charging soon to this theater.
1: Ah! Alright, now, on to the matter at hand. We've gone through our, what we've watched, we've gone through our top ten. Now it's on to the one, the only, Raquel Welsh. No, wait, the one, the only, Fantastic Voyage.
2: An excellent movie. I love this movie. A little bit slow at parts, but I liked it pretty yeah, much.
1: the pacing is the only thing I kind of ding it on a little bit, because I'm like, eh, we're, we're much more accustomed to very fast-moving movies now. But it's a. I really like this movie. And uh, this is a Richard Fleischer movie. Fleischer? Fleischer? Fleischer. Fr- Richard Fleischer, which I didn't realize how much he influenced my youth until I looked him up, because right. he's the guy that did um, Conan, Red Sonja, Soylent Green and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I think sea.
2: he did Conan too. The first one was Oliver Stone.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I it was think.
2: Con- I think. I'm not 100% sure, but I think. All I think right. he did number two.
1: Doesn't matter. They, those, I watched all those movies so much in my youth. You know, I really liked the bad movies since I was born. Yeah. So, um,. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Yeah, I liked know? it too.
2: Well, that's it for the show. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what's <laughs> up, guys? Bye, y'all. Any? Anyway, no. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what's it about? Oh, okay, yeah. it's about an hour and a half. All right. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah.
1: So yeah, now this is one that I have. I bought it on, um, on like not Criterion Collection, but it, it came out in a really nice a deluxe, DVD, deluxe. Nice a deluxe. And I bought it because it, this is one of those movies where I'll watch it probably once a year. Um, Did you
2: really see it that much? Yeah, there's a
1: couple that I watch over and over again. You know, this oh. one, The Day of the Earth Stood so Still, the original. Um wow. Death Race 2000, I watch once or twice a year.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: I listen to The War of the Worlds audio.
2: Wow.
1: Uh, at least once a year. I, I don't know why. I just they're they're good, you know. Yeah, it's like every year I watch a Racerhead for Christmas because it cheers
2: me up. You know, I don't know. It's one of those. Good for you. Thank you.
1: From parts unknown. Okay, so why don't you tell us a little bit about? Let's get started here. So let's get
2: started. Let's this get movie. Busy.
1: This movie does pick up bang. You're you're. It's it's. There's not a whole lot of expedition. You're just right into it. You know. Uh,
2: some. The, the, the funniest thing about this movie is that it's, it's from '65, I guess, or '66. Uh-huh. It's you're watching this movie. And you know who the bad guy is, but not because of at that because at that point maybe you weren't sure, but from what he's done ever since his entire career you, <laughs> you know he's gonna the, be the bad guy. You are the Duke. You are A number one. Yeah, Blofeld and you know, all the and Halloween. I'm talking about Donald Pleasant. Donald Pleasance know? is the the British guy that looks like an evil Nazi dude—he kind of
1: plays know. like a little bit of a spaz in this one too. Yeah, he he's does. Pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, but he's um, great. I love him. I Donald, loved him. My first experience with Donald Pleasance, of course, was uh, Snake Plissken: Escape from yeah, New York. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Escape from New York way too much as a kid, and I liked it you. way too much. You know, good for you. Um, that started my love affair for uh, Kurt Russell and um, who's the guy who does him? Uh, uh, who did Escape Carpenter. from New York? Carpenter. Yeah, John Carpenter. I, uh, so. You know, he the the president in that movie was Donald Pleasance, and good God, was he chewing the scenery! Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah
2: he's always great. Uh, but, any, but anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. But it was just—it's kind of like the one thing that stuck in my mind. It's like I know he's going to be the bad guy, but maybe in 1966 I wouldn't have. So okay, I'll give it a break. I won't rip it for that. But it's yeah, whatever. we're going to do
1: the story in a nutshell is a, a spy gets shot, but he's not dead. So there's well no he's
2: going to be he's a scientist and he's going to be defecting and he's the guy who has the uh, formula miniaturizing formula he's figured out a way to have the miniaturization last for more than 60 minutes right see that's the whole premise and he's Russian and the Americans get him right Right. Russians and Americans both have
1: both have uh, miniaturizing um, departments of the of defense that you can like now yeah exactly that can shrink things down to a microscopic size. But the problem is that both sides run into it only lasts sixty minutes, so you can become tiny. So they're saying, oh, you could you could bring uh, you know an entire army in, and and then just it would just get big. And yeah, yeah, it in only the lasts line. sixty minutes, like Viagra, you
2: know. But anyway, if, if it lasts
1: longer than four <laughs> hours, they <laughs> yeah. had to consult a different <laughs> Ministry of Defense.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <right>. <laughs> so, <laughs> these, so this guy gets popped, uh, but he's not dead. So then yeah, they the claw. Yeah, they rush him off. To, they bring him in, and, um, and they bring in the specialist, uh, like a, a frogman. Uh, they form this team form to get team. into a nuclear sub to shrink down to inject well, into they, his.
2: they bring in the they bring in Stephen Boyd, the uh, the, the army guy, because they think there's 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 going to be a, there's a traitor in the, right. in the group. So and they're thinking it's going to be the doctor or whatever. Yeah, the not, doctor who has the laser. Not Don. Yeah, and um, and so he, they got to go in the guy and go yeah. in and zap his. They got 60 minutes to zap. The brain, cl- the clot in his brain, so he lives, and they can have the miniaturization program, and life will be better. Just super, yeah. So they can turn us on to little people and control us. Right. Maybe like *Gulliver's
1: Travels*. I don't know if any of that is true, but the other thing that Stephen Boyd was there is true. Yeah. And yeah. actually, he was up for the Doctor No James Bond.
2: Oh, was he? Yeah. That would have been. Oh man, I that would have been way him. different. He could play it though. I, you know, you know, I, I, I was talking to King Don. And we were. He said, Do "You know who originally was." Up for bond, and I said, "Well, I know David Niven was up there, and and he says Cary Grant was up for it, and Connery obviously. Wow. But and, and I guess now Stephen Boyd. I didn't know he was up for it, but it's yeah, very that's interesting. A, that's a hell
1: of a pool that they choose from. Chose from.
2: You know what the weird thing about Doctor No is that the guy who played Doctor No wasn't even Asian. He's a Jewish guy, Joseph Weizman. Because I saw him in a Night Gallery episode a few weeks ago. I go, "Oh, that's Doctor No," and he's doing the whole Yiddish thing, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I knew it. I knew he wasn't Asian back then, but it was like, that's kind of like the old Hollywood where they couldn't get a person of that, you know, uh, of that, uh, an Asian to play an Asian. They had to get another person to play an Asian. Yeah. It was like they couldn't get an Italian to play an Italian. They got to get a Jewish guy to play the Italian or, in Scarface, an Italian to play a Cuban. You know, it's all that weird. Can you imagine like that now? Like, Think I'll think, think of our life now how
1: everyone is just everywhere, Like,
2: yeah, and it just wasn't
1: like that before. But back
2: then it was just, you know, but anyway, we're digressing way... Yeah, yeah
1: we're off the beaten track here. Mm-hmm.
2: So basically, okay, they get
1: this crack team together to, to miniaturize into a little tiny micro-sub, go into this guy's artery, and then they're going to take the clot out
2: they're inter- gonna internally,
1: out. they're going to laser it out, you know, come back out, Bob's your uncle, they get bigger, and yeah. yay, everyone's happy.
2: Yeah, that's it, and it's it, they take their sweet time miniaturizing it and getting it into the yeah. little uh, syringe and all that. Yeah, it's that's kind of, the slow part. Yeah, it's There's real <laughs> slow, and they're they're giving you all the bunk science as we were talking yeah. about before. About you know, and I
1: will say, as soon as they get injected, no, well, okay, we're kind of jumping ahead. This crack team is made up of a Russian, not a Russian guy. Who is it? Russian? The the surgeon. Uh,
2: I think he. I think they were. I don't know if he was Russian or not, but They said he was sympathetic to. The okay, Russians.
1: whatever. Yeah, he's. He's just some shady guy, but he's the best there. Yeah, he's the best. His one. assistant, who is the ever knockout Raquel, Raquel Welch, is in her
2: second film. Is her second
1: film, and boy, she was very young and very beautiful.
2: And, and, and a sw- in a white, in a white skin tight
1: swimsuit. Yes, it was not very difficult to watch this part of the no, movie. No, no, it was really good. Um, then there was Donald Pleasance, who was the turncoat. Then um, Biff Square Jaw, uh, uh, who was the com- the frogman oh wait Boyd. Stephen Boyd Stephen and Boyd. then there was a, I forget who the, there, there was a, there a was captain a, the, yeah the
2: captain yeah. Who, he
1: was a good guy but I don't know who he is yeah, but anyway. there,
2: I think they were kind of like thinking that he might not because I think Donald Pleasance even said somewhere within the movie I think there's somebody's trying to uh, you know there's a trader on board and they were like looking up at yeah. the captain or whatever so it was kind of like deflecting from himself he tried a couple times but you, um, but you knew he was the bad guy. He had a shaved he, head and the blue eyes. He's Donald
1: Pleasance. He's all <laughs> twitchy and you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's always the bad guy.
2: So anyway, they go in the body and right, and
1: and the second they're injected, yeah, right. it becomes the fantastic failure <laughs> yeah. because there not a single thing goes right on this voyage ever.
2: Yeah, it was like, oops, we took the wrong turn at the left ventricle, and now oh, we're no. There's the, uh, like a whirlpool. Like what happens is.
1: At first, I start to get like a little bit like, "Oh my God, can nothing go right?" But then I'm also thinking, "Wait a minute, what fun would a movie be where they kind of go in, do their do job, and come alive. out, and it would suck?" And you'd be like, "Well, yeah. that was boring. Who cares?" Yeah. So yes, the first thing that happens is it gets there's actually like a, a fission between the artery and a and a pulmonary pulm, yeah. pulmonary the, the, artery the, the and the the blo- Carter,
2: the, the neck uh, the the neck the vein yeah the uh, blood
1: the blood vessels and the and the pulmonary yeah the, yeah the pulmonary artery, artery or the,
2: the carotid or whatever Yeah they the call carotid it. and the
1: pulmonary and and so they get pulled into this whirl, whirlpool and they pulled into the wrong yeah, system the wrong way. Oops. so now they have to take a shortcut through the heart yeah. to get <laughs> right. to the to the brain and I'm like what but whatever. Just turn off your brains at this point and listen.
2: And then, like, they're and, like... And, and, and while they're there, the cool thing about it is, is it's an extremely psychedelic movie. I mean, when they're going through the oh, body, yeah. it's like Lava Lamp City with it's all the colors. And, la- yeah, the, so that's kind of cool, actually. It's like the 60s threw up all over
1: the inside of the human
2: body. It, it, re- it reminded me of, like, being in a, in a Disney World ride or something. You know, it's <laughs> like all these weird colors and you're sitting there in your little fake, you know, yeah. ship and all that. So Oh, look, neat.
1: here they come. Pew, pew. Thank yeah. God. I come the, here come the red corpse red <laughs> corpuscles. <laughs> Let's
2: get them before they like eat us. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Oh, quick, Tweaky, get them. Yeah, and exactly. then so and and so they at this point they're talking and they they say, oh, we'll just shut off his heart. We'll get through the heart and then yay. Yeah, right. So right, right, they yeah. they do that like they shut they stop this guy's heart and the ship goes through it and then and then. Okay, they start the heart back up again, but then now like an air tank got damaged, right. so they have to hook up the air hose to the to the to the lungs, and then they refill the tank. So then they get through that, and then and then like some crap attacks the ship, and then they it makes it overheat, so they have yeah, to go they get, outside. They get,
2: they get stuck. Oh, what was it? It was some bacteria or something. Yeah. that was like hate. that didn't like the It saw some foreign you know thing in, inside your inside the system and it attacked it and
1: yeah so basically it made the ship stop so then they had to go outside pull
2: and, the, and, the and and they had out. to pull
1: the, they had to pull it out so the engine could cool and at this point they were in the eardrum and there was this whole surgical team standing there and the, <laughs> the, and the doctor goes no one can make a move yeah. sound <laughs> or anything or they'll die so and they're just standing there literally forever and then um, while they're trying to make this ship run and one of the nurses sees that the doctor is sweating profusely, which this guy was like he just got back from playing b ball or something. Uh-huh, He's yeah. sweating his ass uh-huh, off, uh-huh, yeah. and she she pulls yeah, the thing yeah. that the sponge to damp his head, and, and a scissor a s- s- yeah, scalpel,
2: scalpel yeah. falls. Four-seps. No, no, no
1: forceps. A yeah, forceps falls and hits the ground. And it goes bong, bong bong, and like these chimes are going, and the ship's like all over yeah, the place.
2: everybody's flying because it's
1: in the inner ear, so they're freaking Ra- out. Raquel and like flies. Raquel away. goes flying into the hairs of the of your ear, <laughs> <Something> <laughs> or like that, or yeah. the nerves, something like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, the ship's cooled off, but we have to get her because the body sees her as a, it's attacking. So they're going to send its thugs to get
2: her. Not to mention, you, you know, she's a piece of ass. You can't not get her and save her. Well, you know, well, really? you know anyway, yeah. uh, the so the body is
1: sending these antigens. Yeah. And she's trying to get into the ship, and it, they're attaching themselves to her. And at this point, they're cho- it's choking her out. So yeah. Right. So this is a very strange. This See? is this is one of those things where you watch and you're like, I feel kind of funny. But I I sh- probably shouldn't be feeling kind of funny like, you know. Yeah, when they're
2: pulling the things yeah. off, her, you knew that like Donald Pleasants was one of the guys. You know, instead of pulling it from her neck, he started pulling the things from her chest. And, yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, I would have been doing that too. Oh, you got one here. You know, I'm joking. This, you know, I heard this the, that the, the director had three
1: takes. that <laughs> yeah, fir- he I said the, the first take. He said, "Oh, nobody touched her breast, her breasts," and then he said, "Stop, you know, just clear them off." Then the second take. Everyone touched her breasts. Nice! And then the third take, he's like, look. He realized that he had to say, you pulled this one, yeah, and you pulled this cause, one. Because yeah. like, he's like, the, he, the natural thing was like, I don't want to touch her breasts. Yeah. And then he said, look, you got to touch your breasts. So then everyone touched her breasts. Yeah. So it was a really funny story. Like, That's pretty cool. I think if you're working with her, you wouldn't... How could you not? Well, you'd feel very strange if the first reaction was to not... Because you're like, uh, but it's show business. I know, and she what did she give a shit anyway? Yeah, what
2: well, did she give? That show business is about breast grabbing.
1: Yeah, so basically, we saw them ripping these antigens off of Raquel yeah, Wells, and it's awesome. Yeah, I expected it; it didn't happen, which I'm glad it you didn't.
2: Expected something to slip out, didn't you? No, I
1: expected her to stand up and have like that torn cave woman uh, thing yeah, going on, like yeah. usually in these kind of movies. The woman seems to rip her her outfit like yeah. a bikini yeah, pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. You know, but uh, they didn't, you know, they stayed, it
2: stayed intact, and it was, it was good. Yeah, Raquel Welch being, like, one of the most awesomest sex symbols of all time. It's true. She is. I mean, the 60s, there was a bunch of them, but she might have been the, one of the most, maybe the top two awesomeness. I think, and you know, I think there's one of she's one of those that was like, Phyllis Stiller would be number one. (laughs) Yes, of course. But number two. um, And Mom's Mably would be number three. She was always.
1: Google her. I don't think anything ever besmirched her name. Like Raquel? Yeah, Raquel. I think she was just kind of like. I don't know, just kind of a higher standard, you know? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. She was above all us. She was like
1: uh, a. Of course, (laughs) but I'm saying. No, but I mean, like, she was never like on smack or no, like no, or, or, or crack. you know one of those weird things it's I wouldn't
2: mind be smirching her though but that's a whole different story <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> talk to her agent see yeah. if it, it can it yeah
1: snidely whiplash yeah <laughs> yeah, you came in with an air balloon with some yeah, like dollar yeah, yeah, dollar
2: go. bill bags, maybe. Yeah, go, Come yeah. with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we're, we're sorry if we offended anybody out there with our tasteless humor, but that's what we are. And of course, if you are the agent for uh, Raquel Welsh, please have her
1: join our Facebook group <laughs> yeah. or email when us. We'd at like that. to interview
2: her in person.
1: Yeah, so of course, um okay, so of course, you know, Raquel is okay. After yeah, the, many, average after average the many grabbings from their
2: co-workers. Yeah, I'll take three. Oops, I messed up. Take four. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, gosh. Where, where are my hands now? Where are my hands? What am I thinking? I'm sorry, Raquel. I, I didn't mean to...
1: I don't think the, the studios didn't have an HR department at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. No. <laughs> S- sexual harassment panda had not come around.
2: Uh, no, not in the days of the Rat Pack and all yeah, those stuff. That's great. Now. So,
1: okay. So, basically, she's okay. And they get the... Now that the engines are working, you know... They start going. Um, oh, but we didn't mention that during the turbulence, uh, the saboteur um, knocked over the laser. Yeah, yeah, and right. So, yeah. so the so the laser uh, that was there that they need to do the uh, brain surgery for the clot removal is now damaged. Um, so, to fix it, they
2: um, so have to jury. Yeah, they jury rig it together. Yeah, yeah. Like the
1: surgeon, they like they, they take apart their comm unit. So now they can't talk to the to the outside world, um, which is kind of like a very neat uh, script element yeah. to to knock them out. Like they could track where the sub was because of the nuclear particle that was right. sp- powering it, but they couldn't get advice, talk to anyone. So that was that was um, a, a neat um, something they wrote into the script to isolate them even more. So now mm-hmm. it was in, very important every decision and every decision like was kind of who's the saboteur who's what happened here what happened here you know that's something I think that modern movies struggle with a lot Mm -hmm. because in the olden days there was no cell phones there was no internet there wasn't like now like think of how connected you are with everything you own sure
2: yeah you know
1: I think my freaking car tells people where I am it can so that's you know that's something that um is v- much more difficult to 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 create in new movies compared to older movies you know there was more of an isolation feeling in the older movies where now you're like, well, whatever, I'll just text them or you know put on Facebook wall where I am and not
2: even that old, like twenty years ago or something you yeah, can do all that stuff
1: so. so okay now uh what at what point does now they they get they finally get to the
2: brain clot right? Yeah, they're going. Was, they, they're, they're t- they took a left turn at the ventricle or whatever. Right, and they got there. And they're getting there, but they have to get out of the ship. Right. To get to get to it, and that's when um, you know Donald Pleasance becomes fast Snidely Whiplash. Yes, or, he does. He goes full on spaz. Yeah. Now, oh,
1: you know, no, no, when he went most spaz, it was very telling. It was very interesting. Right when they got miniaturized, and they got injected.
2: He wanted to leave. He
1: went full spaz and starts to open up the. the the tank or he opened up the hatch to this sub while they're inside and they're like you'll kill us he's like I gotta go I'm claustrophobic and then he says he was buried alive for two days during the bombings in England and I was like whoa that was pretty deep.
2: Yeah, yeah, psychological, you know, you know character thing. Right. But, you know what happened was they couldn't get to the point because the body started like rebelling, the body stopped, stopped them from the, the ship from getting to that point. It yep. did like a I don't know if a corpuscle showed up or something, something happened. It was like, okay, we can't go further. We're going to have to get out of the ship and, you know, destroy it. and they only had like 5, 6 minutes left right. to do it. And that and he and Donald Pleasant said, "No, we can't do it. We got to get out of here." See, that's like when it, it was real time, I think. At that at one point went, the, the sixty minutes yes.
1: it was actually
2: sixty minutes. I'm glad minutes. you mentioned that. At one point in the movie, right before they went in there or right when they were in there, the, the army guy, Edmund O'Brien, he said, Okay, they've got they've got fifty five minutes to go and I'm looking at the time of the movie and it's at the forty at the forty minute range and I'm going like wow, this is real time. Yeah, it goes to real time. When they hit sixty and get miniaturized, yeah, uh-huh. it's sixty minutes. Yeah.
1: And and I met Bradley and you're, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Andy uh, Rooney. <laughs> you know what's funny about soup? You know, Nothing. No. <laughs> so anyway, so they get out, and they start lasering this thing, and that's when um, Donald Pleasance, he doesn't kill the captain, but he's like, No, oh. he, he
2: brains him with a yeah,
1: wrench. he he, cl- he he clocks him and he he elbow bongs him with a with a wrench. Yeah, and then he t- starts piloting this ship. To like, I think either, he's trying to kill them, right?
2: Yeah, no, he's he's gonna leave them there. He's gonna take off oh, and leave them. Leave there. Him, okay, yeah, I was wasn't sure if he was gonna he leave them. He turned around. There. He did like and, and turned like, around. See you
1: later, jerks. And yeah. then um. They f- they do enough of the clot. They laser it yeah, off. They, that they,
2: and then they turn around and they they they, they
1: said, "Oh, sh- he's taken off," and they zap the yeah, ship. Yeah, he, they they cut a big hole in the ship as he's, and he crashes.
2: And he crashes and he's trapped in there. Yep. So they they actually saved the commander that was in there, but right. he can't. They can't save him because he's trapped. His arm well, is trapped. And all My time, arm. One of the white corpuscles comes over to eat the yep. the, the, the ship. And yeah, this thing they starts to, to
1: devour him. it, and they're like, "Well, see you, jerk." See you, and jerk. And they. They're swimming, and they're like, well, the only way we can get out of here is through the um, op- tear the tear duct, you know. So, because they're in the brain. They can't get to the extraction point, which is the center of the neck.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And this is the, the one part where was like, yeah, right, huh? Yeah, yeah. No,
2: there was a lot of huh, but okay, yeah, this yeah. one well, was... This uh,
1: is the one that was kind of like a stretch. Because the one guy who's been, uh, the one commander that's on the, in the command post outside, uh, you know, one of the people that's in charge... He's he's the one that's drinking coffee non stop and drinking <laughs> sugar coffee non stop, which is funny. But he goes, Stop. Don't make your incision He's like Give me thirty seconds and they're like, What do you, or give me three minutes or whatever he says and he's like If I was trying to escape and I didn't have a ship I where would you go? And they were like, Through the through the tear duct and he's like yeah, right yeah. so they whe- they run down and they wheel over and they see like they see them splashing around in a pool and they put him on they put them on a on a slide glass slide and take him in and they, and they get big again
2: yeah, yeah now the end
1: one of the cool parts about this movie one of my favorite parts about that movie that's it the end the end they yeah. get big they don't there's no exposition no. There's, there's nothing it just says the Friends. end as people are like wiping them off saying oh good you know
2: you're alive that's it they did that a lot in 60s movies it was like when when the plot is over the end that's it you know? I like that they don't wrap it up yeah, me too. I don't I, I don't.
1: Make, did the spy make it who knows no. Did, did, no, we don't did. care did. we don't know there's nobody sitting in a room getting questioned about what happened to the sub yeah. the end
2: well it was already like a 100 minute movie so they had to end it anyway. <laughs> I loved it I You mean, know, you know like some kid on you know some, some little kid on sugar and you know coca cola is going to say when is this movie over I want to go out and play or yeah, you know, whatever good point so basically, um, I mean,
1: this isn't one of those movies that I would give a ten. No. Um, but I like it, and you know, I'm gonna say like a seven.
2: I'll give it a seven. Yeah. You know, it's
1: one of those. I mean, it's um,
2: worthwhile. It's worth watching. It's a
1: good. It's a good script. It's a good, pretty good effect.
2: I think uh, it's on YouTube, but in segments, so uh, I think, you know.
1: I do love the funkadelic uh, '60s. You know, the, the, there, you there love was a it, lamp, it was yeah. influenced. It, it, like, all the really weird colors and the really... I'd like to see the Blu-ray copy of this to see if it pops as much as it could. Yeah, sure. My DVD is kind of washed out. It It's good, but if those colors could look the way they wanted, wanted them to look, oh my god, you know, yeah. it would be like one of those colorgasms all over your freaking TV.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Ah, uh, So, that's it for that. That's it for the movie. Um, We both liked it. This was one that we chose to kind of... Uh, Wash the bad taste out of our mouth from the last one, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. We got our, I got my ass handed to me, and I needed some, you know, something to you calm down. needed something down. to
2: calm you down.
1: So, all right, well, what what are we gonna do next week? Do we, we decide? We,
2: we should do a Christmas thing. Wow, that's pretty bad Christmas movie. Oh, we should do
1: there. that one where it's that, um, where it's like Bill Goldberg. Is the you know that wrestler that that, that Bill Goldberg is like that. Santa <laughs> Death or something? I never heard of that. Oh, we'll find it. I'll find it. We'll get it. We'll okay, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll get a Christmassy one in in for you next. Um, okay. Again, please please you know write us on email or join our Facebook group z e n b o n e at hotmail.com or of course slowrobotagogo uh, dot wordpress com is the uh, is the website. And uh you know give lots of love to sliceradio.com uh no sliceradio.au.com yeah, yeah. It's an Australian based but you know Danny P is a great guy yep, and yep, um definitely. we are very not indebted but we are very uh, happy to be part of their family Sure lots of uh, lots of good ideas coming out of that camp and we want to be part of all of them So all right and uh, that's it for this week How about you got anything to say Dr. Morbius, from uh, parts unknown. <laughs> watch more bad movies. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's a PSA. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, why don't you watch more bad movies? Watch more Ed Wood movies. he's like, hi, I'm Dr. Morbius. Watch more bad movies. <laughs> that's it. The end.